<clears throat> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the next edition of Well, We Thought We Could Canon. Uh, we're going to be looking once again at Mark Frankson's, uh, uh, what is it again, Mergio? <clears throat> well, you see, uh, his, uh, his novel, don't you remember? Linkage of Experiences. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Oh, that's, it's, it's such a, it's such a wonderful piece of literary experience. It's the most famous thing in the universe. I, but who are you? Oh, oh, Sergio, thank God we killed them finally. F fucking alternate universe invaders. Oh, fucking, oh, oh, God, I he's hate, not wearing I underwear. I hate getting, I, I hate getting <laughs> breached by fucking counterparts from Earth-69. Yeah, fucking, oh, God, smells so bad in here, I gotta clean this place up. Uh, oh, they started recording, we better finish the episode, um, fuck, fuck, topic, topic for the episode, alternate universes, we're gonna talk about alternate the universes. Alternate universes, that's what today's episode is gonna be all about, going in-depth on how to properly write an AU. What is an AU, Sergio? Well, it stands for alphabet underpants. Ah, uh, okay. Which also, coincidentally, is uh, a good metaphor for what what exactly an AU. It is something different from the original work. And it's usually very different from what I recall. Almost an alternate universe, if you will. Yes, it is where something is different that's changes the universe as a whole in different ways. Um, stuff like uh, Injustice, Gods Among Us, um, any sort of high school AU fan fiction that we've we've covered, Sonic High School, for example. The fan fiction we read uh, presumably last week, if this doesn't go up, um, well, this probably won't go up next week, but uh, the um, Total Immortal. Yes. That would be Eh, is that really an AU? That's like it, it's, diverging it, it's a from chain. Canon. I, I I guess. Well, I we we should go into classifications. Yes. Uh, okay, so I I have determined uh, five minutes ago that there are three main types of AUs. First one is a what if. A what if is can be can be broken down to the question of what if. What if. Goku didn't give Cell the Senzu bean. What if Peggy Carter became Captain America? What if Uncle Ben didn't die in the uh, the robbery or whatever, the bur burglary of his car? I think if Sam Raimi told me that that's what happened in the comic book. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. And uh, so yes, it, it it is one 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 specific place that I will call a divergence point that's changed, and then the fiction rolls with what those changes have to offer. Yes. And specifically to clarify the difference, I think most AUs would start after the thing has happened. It wouldn't really begin with this is what happened and then it just follows along perfectly. But I don't know. It depends on the case. But definitely something big changes and its intention is to completely derail the story in some major way. Or at the very least, change it in a pretty big way. Yes. And then 
there is uh, what I what I would call uh, canon adjacent, or I guess you could call it else worlds. Uh, these are where your alternate universe doesn't supplant the original universe. It is a existing within the canon. If you pick up an Earth Two comic book from DC or like any of their Else Worlds books, or in the case of like Injustice, where your main characters have arrived in an alternate universe where things are obviously really different. Mm-hmm. Yep. And of, of course, you can t- you can tell stories about these characters exploring the alternate universe, or of course, you can just write a story that takes place within that universe, and it's as I mentioned before, canon adjacent. It's all canon. But just not taking place within the prime universe. Yes. Then the ne- then the next one, which is which I will call full blown AU, which can also fall under canon adjacent. But this is something where the fundamentals of the lore have been completely uh, tweaked. This this is your your high school AUs, your real life AU. Um, you have taken something from like a like a like base lore, and you have changed it so the whole work is now different usually keeping just the characters the same i would imagine yes and how these characters are different um because of the thing that you that you changed and all of this can be really interesting to read through what were you gonna say i was things like steampunk or cyberpunk au's um uh i guess um uh, what's it called? Uh, re- like, like remo- removing removing elements from the lore, instituting new ones. Um, you know, uh, what if the Nazis won World War Two? What if the Roman Empire never existed? Does Jesus and Hitler count as a role reversal, or does it count as canon adjacent? Uh, I would consider that to be. Uh, Maybe what if? What if? What if Hitler had a time machine and fell in love with Jesus? <clears throat> One of my favorite what ifs is probably the Red Sun of Krypton. Instead of Superman landing in America, he lands in Russia, Soviet Russia, yes. under Stalin. <laughs> and uh, I think AUs are fascinating in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because I think it can give rise to some pretty awesome alternate universe characters, and just like events my, in general. Like one, one, one of my favorites is uh, Flashpoint Batman. Uh, top, 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 uh, Bruce Wayne dies uh, by Joe Chill's hand. Thomas Wayne turns into a a killer Batman, uh, and Martha Wayne goes insane and becomes his Joker. Yeah, that one's a really classic example of just everything's gone horribly wrong because one little thing changed and it really diverted the whole canon. And I I really, really, really like stories like that. It's one of my favorite kinds of stories. There's the fan fictions, which are mainly just examining something and perhaps novelizing some character's thoughts on something. I think AU is where the meat of the fan fiction communities come from. It's when you're really thinking, how does something change totally and completely? But as we read with Total Immortal, sometimes it can kind of suck. Yeah, sometimes it, sometimes it can go completely um, wrong. 
I think a good example of this is the new Star Trek movies, um, the the J.J. Mm-hmm. J. Abrams ones, and especially Star Trek Into Darkness, where um, the the um, like the marketing stuff kind of led you astray. But like when you actually sit down and watch the movie, you realize that it's uh, um, uh, it's a remake of Wrath of Khan, but it's a lot shittier. And he does like, you know, the um, instead of instead of Spock sacrificing himself, Kirk uh, sacrifices himself uh, and comes back in the course of the same movie. And this doesn't really serve to change everything, anything, because like I mentioned, Kirk survives the movie and then Spock has to go and beat up Khan because J.J. Abrams said, oh, how do how do we make uh, Spock? different oh he he's he's loud and he's like impulsive and he he gets into fights with people because his race has super strength and while this is an alternate universe version of spock you've kind of defeated the original purses of the character because it's like you take everything that like this character like was and is and you've for no reason made him really impulsive and you know, uh, I think for the like, one, like, 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 yeah, like you got what I, you got what I'm putting down. You you haven't added anything. You've just you kind just of made the it. character. Into, you've made the character into everything the character wasn't supposed to be, and it hasn't really served a purpose at all to make a, a mm-hmm. an entirely different story. Yeah, I get you. I think the best way to succinctly describe that is J.J. Abrams changed way too many things all at once. Imagining Star Trek where Spock was, say Spock was the captain, that would be interesting. Imagining a Star Trek where it was Kirk who died instead of Spock, that's really interesting. But having Kirk come back is dumb. Having Spock completely change his personality, at that point you're just changing, you're just changing too much stuff. The point of an AU, I think, especially the what-if AU, is to keep as much the same as possible while still exploring all the new things you wanted to change. If you completely change who Spock is, he's not Spock anymore, and you've lost a lot of the value of the original work. Yeah, he's Jake <laughs> Jake Skywalker. Um, going back to, um, say, Red Son of Krypton, where Superman grows up in Soviet Russia, he thinks Stalin is basically his father. That story is only interesting because Superman is still a super cool, great guy. He wants to do the right thing whenever he can. He's still struggling with his powers. It's just he's in Soviet Russia with some fucking crazy people in charge of him. That's what makes that story interesting. Injustice is interesting because it, again, asks the question, what if Superman just went completely off the rails? He's still Superman, but something has changed and, and, and made it worse. Yeah, he's, um, you know, he started to taking a more uh, direct approach. Because, you know, um, Joker blows up Metropolis, he kills the Teen Titans, he kills Lois Lane, and Superman snaps and kills the Joker. And he's like, alright, we're done with this pussyfooting around. Bruce, you let all these dangerous people um, just just run free forever. We gotta do something. I I think the first thing he starts to do is he goes to Arkham Asylum and he wants everyone just thrown in the Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm. This is first first yeah. first thing to do. Yep. 
and then things things get made worse as people try to you know bring him down um uh, I know Marsh, Marsh, Martian Manhunter and Green Arrow lose their lives attempting to put uh, Superman in his place. Uh, Sinestro comes down and he's like, listen, Clark, buddy, see, I, I, I get what you're throwing down. We gotta, we gotta put order in place. And Superman's like, yes, yes, Sinestro, you, you know what they're talking about. And Sinestro's like, yeah, and we're also gonna, we're also gonna kill off all the Green Lanterns while we're at it. And Superman's like, "What?" And he's like, "No, I, what?" I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Uh, I think a great example of going too far with changing things arbitrarily in an AU is again. I'm sorry to pick on it. Whoever, if whoever the author is of Total Immortal is listening to this, but Total Immortal should not have had Gohan also become the first Super Saiyan in addition to being immortal. That's a weird decision and it's too much to handle all at once because Having, because, because that because yeah. then you just have oh it's dragon ball but Go, but gohan defeated frieza it's like that doesn't that doesn't really really mean anything that doesn't really matter yeah i think my favorite aus are when you take one little thing one tiny change or maybe even a medium-sized change of changing a character out entirely and exploring how that echoes throughout the world over time if you start changing too much right away uh, it's very easy to lose form. It's very easy to lose the grasp on everything. It just goes crazy. Anyhow, I think we've gotten a bit into how we would actually write an AU. It's clear that we like smaller things. Uh, how do we feel about high school AUs? Because, of course, Sonic High School is the best fan fiction um, ever written. But <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I feel like high school and real-life AUs definitely have an audience they're not my thing but i feel like they devolve in a lot of like assigning uh a character archetype like a high school trope character archetype to a certain a mm -hmm. certain person i agree turning the like the villain characters into like jocks and or you know the main character like, yeah it's it, it it ends up just kind of being the same, just like with a different set of characters. Yeah. And that's just kind of boring to me. Yeah, I, it's not it's not very interesting to me at all. No offense to anybody who likes them. They can be fun, but uh you know. I feel like once you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah, 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 kinda. Cause it, cause it, cause like you'll take like uh, I don't know. It's just because it was in my head. Because I think in middle school, a friend of mine were talking about making a like a like Game of Thrones but real life type of college AU story. But like you'll take like the cast of like Game of Thrones and then some random Kingdom Hearts, drop them in a high school setting. You'll put the the correct trope archetypes with different people, and of course they'll act sort of different because you're trying to maintain kind of the same character but in the end it's it's just generally like the same the the, the same kind of story being told with slightly different characters that are going to act slightly different but they fit in fit fit fat into, the, into that trope yeah it's definitely um it, it's just a weird to see high school AU fan fictions. I know Kingdom Hearts fans really fucking love those for some reason. It's always Axel getting fucked in the ass by Roxas in high school for some reason. That's just one of the favorite I, I things I those people like to read. I think I read one of those like when I was in middle school. 
it's just a little weird. But uh, we both like the what if type of AU a bit more. Maybe even the full blown AU sometimes. If it's not yeah. high school in real life. Uh, on on that time, because I, I have role reversal down here, and there is one really good role reversal. Uh, shout out once I used to shout shout this out in our earlier episodes. Shout out to um, Scruffy Turtles for his Persona Five Adult Confidant AU mm-hmm. uh, that he hasn't updated in a, a year at this point. Um, but what makes it great is that it is it takes the role reversal of okay, uh, adult confidants are now the main characters. And the main characters are now the adults, but it does more than just a, a complete role reversal. Things are different. Like Ryuji is the is the is the the coach, but he's not Kamashita, the the villain of that arc. Instead, Kamashita is still in the story, but it's been changed to where he is the star player, and he's still doing sort of the same things, but the character has changed. Yeah, and. That's the biggest thing with an AU, I think, is preserving the characters. If you have to get rid of everything else, okay, but at least keep as much of the characters' personalities intact. Because if you don't do that, you're basically just changing people's names to different things. And Yeah, role reversals need to have more to them than just main character is now the bad guy, and the bad guy is now the main character, and it plays out exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And on that note, shall we get into the details of how we would like to write an AU? Yes. So I, I have a few bullet points that I, I wrote down here that I, that I will explain. So how I would go about it is you have to figure out first what you are changing. I mentioned it before. We'll call it the divergence point. So you, you pick in the canon where you're diverging or if you're, like I mentioned, with the, like the full-blown AU uh, slash canon adjacent the your Superman uh, arrives in Russia. You decide what the the event is going to be, and then you need to examine all your characters and figure out how how they are changed by your divergence point. This is you know um, your Bruce dies instead of uh, Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne becomes Batman. Um, you know this is your uh, um, I th- I, th- I think in in Red Sun. Uh, the the U.S. military becomes the Green Lantern Corps. Like I think Hal Jordan gives a bunch of rings to the the soldiers to try to fight against Superman. I it's think been so. a while since I've read the synopsis of the story. Um, but yeah, crazy shit starts happening as a result of that divergence point. It starts to split yeah, off you, from the main canon. Yeah, you, you yeah exa- yeah. So you examine all your characters and figure out what their new roles are going to be if they're going to be like completely changed. Um, you know, like a like a Gotham by Gaslight. Everyone's in the twenties, so how is every how is everybody different? You know, you're you're in a you're in a steampunk uh, type of story. So if you've got like some sci-fi type characters, then you need to obviously alter their their modus operandi uh, because you know their things are different. And I think that's just a good word of advice to all fan fiction authors in general. Just figure out what you want to change and figure out how that's going to affect things later on. Of course, it's most specific to the AU here that we're talking about. Then next, I think you need to examine the world and figure out what, what is different. 
Like I like for example, I mentioned um, some real life things. Uh, you know, if if the Nazis won World War II, what's the makeup of the world? Who controls what? Are certain countries still still around? Are they protectorates? Have they been annexed? You know, uh, if it, it like 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 if if you go like oh the Roman Empire never existed and you don't think about well how is architecture different? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that would affect a well, lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't have anyone order in a Caesar salad. <laughs> <laughs> or I should say Caesar. I mean, you <laughs> wouldn't even have the months be August or July, would you? You'd no, have you to wouldn't change that. You you would have you'd have to come up with new, new things. Okay. The Julian calendar that wouldn't have existed. Yep. Anyhow, let's take a look here. Uh, uh yes. Don't retread old grounds from other things. Yes, and this 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 is where Ugh. this is where the starts. This is where Star Trek Into Darkness pops back into my head. Be like, don't don't. Do don't tell the same story again because what was the purpose of me reading this if I'm just going to read the exact same events just slightly di- like you can have alternate versions of events but don't have every like like I mentioned before Gohan fights Cell but he fights Cell exactly like Goku did so you just like it was like a model swap yeah fight which is different fight, mm-hmm. fights can go differently um Should. plans can. Pl- plans can 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 happen completely because it's an AU. It doesn't have to happen exactly like how things are. Yeah, you can say butterf- butterfly butterfly sort of effect, where just because one thing was changed, other things get changed that aren't necessarily related, but it's to make the story a lot more interesting. Yeah, but again have some self-restraint when it comes to things like that for the purposes of not driving yourself crazy trying to figure out how all those things interact with each other. I've tried my own hand at thinking of some AUs before, and it quickly can get out of hand if you're trying to keep your writing tight and your other stuff working properly. Again, some of the most famous AUs, Injustice, Red Sun... Those are perfect examples of how things can get completely out of hand as you go forward. But it's, you know, it's up to you how the butterfly effect changes things. You don't have to really rigorously, logically think your way through it. But, again, it's to be fun. It's to be original. It's to have a great time writing things. And if you're just aping stuff from the canon to put it in there, why... Are you bothering to write it? Unless you're trying to novelize something, of course. And uh, I don't think we call it an AU in the Total Immortal episode. But again, go check out that episode whenever it comes out. I, no, this will oh, come out you know after what? that one. How, how could we forget about another great, a good AU that we read? It was uh, the Rebushin Heresy. Yes, yes, that's a great yes. role reversal. That's a wonderful yeah, great, role reversal. Great role reversal. But yeah, again, it's not, it's, it's not just the Horus heresy with the, the roles reversed. I mean, it is, but things occur differently. differently. It's, not, it's not a mirror it's, it's, image. It's, it's, yeah, it's not divergent. a mirror image. It's great. It's wonderful. It's a fucking amazing role reversal fan fiction. That, that it, it's just good. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. It's, yeah, it's great. 
Well, actually, technically, that's also a canon uh, divergent. That's like a. It, it, it would also be canon adjacent because yeah. it's being projected into the mind of that one space marine at the beginning of the story. Right, right. Either way, AUs are always a great thing to read about, great thing to write about. I think even the bad ones can be fun to look at, like Total Immortal. It's just so fun to see how things can get so different, whether they're good different or horrible different. Yes, and I'm trying I'm trying to remember if we've read any other AU fan fictions. I'm would you sure consider, that we you, have. Would you, would you consider 50k an AU? I, I, guess, I guess I would. Mm, eh, not really. It doesn't change anything in the existing story. It just pushes it 10,000 years forward or so. Is chain is chain is chain of memories? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I guess only in San Francisco is an AU. If you, oh god, if damn you, it! If you think hard enough. <laughs> yeah, if you think really, really hard. Anyhow, I think that's most of our thoughts on it. To be honest, unless we want to go into more details about how we would help illustrate our thoughts on what an AU would be if we wrote it. Um, What's a story that you've wanted to write an AU about? Um, AU about... Um, I can tell you mine. Sure. One of my favorite what-ifs was, um, you know, in Avatar The Last Airbender, the character Jet? Yeah. Well, I, my idea was for the what he said if. if he unambiguously died and he does he <laughs> ambiguously lives it was if it, um if his friends in bossing say were more aware of him being a little unhinged about trying to find out if oh, Zuko and Iroh Matt, are we did read an AU another AU uh, the adventures of dark yagami episode 8 i don't like where this light has a brother named dark anymore. Are we gonna have to make some kind of re-edited publishing of Dragon Ball Ox now? Wait, what is Dragon Ball Ox? Is that a that's a total universe rewrite? Uh that is that is a high school AU. <laughs> <laughs> but you were already in high school. Yeah, it, it well, it's it's an alt, it's an alternate universe of real life where we had <sighs> Dragon Ball powers. That's historical fiction. <laughs> alternate hearth historical fiction. Anyways, my idea with Jet was that he doesn't die horribly. He unambiguously lives, as you put it, because he stops trying to fucking find Zuko and Iroh. And then I didn't think of it further beyond that because. I was like 12 at the time and didn't even know how to write a book. I knew how to physically write. <laughs> yeah. Um uh what's it called? I know I know I had I had bef the proto um the proto uh uh persona silverman was uh a sort of uh uh Marvel, Marvel DC 
mashup universe. Yes, I remember I, that with uh, He Who Shall Not Be Named. Yeah, yes. Um, I, I had a pretty good, like, full-blown, like, universe all plotted out in my head. I don't have the documents anymore, but I wrote, like, the series that I wanted to, like, cover. And then um, the different characters. Because um, basically what would happen is, like, these shards of, like, like these, like, shards that were similar to the Infinity Stones are, were, like, changing the, the world. And these high school students got the hands of it and became, like, the comic book heroes. And I, I had, like, I had a, a, a pretty solid idea of what I wanted to do with it, and, like, I, I was gonna have it, like, be in this, like, big big interconnected universe where my friends could write uh, their own stories within it, and we have a timeline document to make sure everything was battened out, and we could reference each other and stuff like that. But my other collaborators, for whatever reason, they were really confused to what I considered to be a pretty solid um, timeline uh, document. <laughs> Um, but so it ended up, it ended up all falling apart, but it was something that I, 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 I really wanted, um, I, that I, I had planned to put a lot of effort into it. I, I think at the time my, my, lim my high school writing ability wasn't the, wasn't the greatest. And I think I really wasn't spending enough time, um, uh, like, with with each of the store like each chapter was basically just kind of like a like a monster of the week sort of thing and like they didn't really have enough time to breathe with these characters it was just kind of like fight 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 do th do thing each chapter um because I, I i did i did do um i i finished like one third of it but the the, the start of it was going to be three different series um which was going to be spider woman like spot like a like my version of Spider Gwen, Green Arrow and Quicksilver, and the there were going to be seven chapters each, and each they they took place at the same time. The first chapter on each of them was like the Monday, and then the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and the whole thing was like it was like the one crazy week that kick started off this whole universe, and like it was supposed to be like really tight continuity, and I was kind of proud of myself for being able to pull all of that off and then that would kickstart into like the road to the team up comic and then the team up comic would become like the main uh the main canon story nice it's sad that that never got off the ground but who knows maybe one day in the future we can yeah i i i did start i did start a reboot of it i produced one chapter of my my rebooted uh my version of spider gwen after uh um uh, i think it was my first year of college i i produced one singular chapter uh of it but never got back around to it because i think it was around the same time i was writing uh persona silverman initially hmm. all right uh AUs are so fun it's just so hard to make a good one that's probably my closing thoughts on the matter. It can be really, really hard to make your own AU from scratch because it's just a lot of work to figure out how everything works together, particularly in a in a big story like comic books. Yeah. At the end of the day, though, always write for having fun. Always write to get your ideas out there and... Uh, don't do what some people do and just think and never write. Please, God, write and realize that some ideas are best left in your head. 
and also realize that some ideas are best on the page with some more details to them. Yes, and then sometimes you should really, really think before you write, and sometimes you should just not put the pen to the paper. Sometimes you should just not. That's a good way. That's a good way to end this. Just don't sometimes. Anyhow, we will see you all in the next entry, whatever that might be. What is the next one going to be? Uh, we'll have to figure. Uh, I I I assume it uh that this that this episode is of course going to be released on a Friday, so that means the next episode after this is the Chain of Memories. Ah uh, yes, and that will be. Oh God! Oh no! I know what's happening next time. Oh, oh dear! Uh, <laughs> no, no matter when this gets uploaded, that is a fair assessment of what it, of of what of of how we approach what's going to happen next in Chain of Memory. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, bye everybody. Bye.